Episode 89, what does it mean to practice a holistic communications approach? to the PR Playbook Podcast, the only podcast giving you actionable skills and advice you need to execute a strategic PR program. Warning, what you hear next may lead to brand awareness and increased sales and customer exposure. Now here's your host, Rinjini Joshua. everyone and welcome to episode 89. I know we took a little break on the pod and so uh, we are back and we have such awesome content coming up. So I'm very excited to say that. I also wanted to let you know that you can also check out our new weekly Instagram lives every Thursday at noon Pacific time, answering your burning PR and marketing questions. I will be there myself. So if you are interested, shoot an email to Bintu, B-I-N-T-U at the silvertelegram.com. Shoot all your questions to her. And she will make sure that we get them answered so that you can get the most tips as possible to get your marketing and communications on par. So today, I wanted to really touch on a holistic communications approach and what that means, obviously. They have been siloed for decades. We've been siloed with marketing, advertising, PR, social media now. And um, we've really done these, and sales even, we've done them in separate buckets. And I think what we've come to, well, the trends in PR and where digital media is pointing is that we really have to have a more authentic, holistic approach that weaves into each other much more. You don't want to look at an advertisement. When you click on an advertisement, you want to look at an advertisement and then go to a landing page that looks just like that advertisement and is synchronous. And so those best practices of marketing are the same as far as your whole communications in your organization. So I wanted to go over some best practices and just kind of talk to them a little bit today to make sure that you are converging your communications within your organization. This will lead to a better customer journey, better sales, whether it's a product or enterprise, it really doesn't matter. Um, Same principles apply. So first and foremost, and this is something I am a huge proponent of, is aligning your core vision and mission across all your departments, which also means having that language in your website in your marketing materials, in your sales calls and sales materials, those salespeople should be regurgitating those same core mission and vision values. And then of course, in your public relations, so any press releases or press kit that you have, these core messages should be weaved in throughout, whether it's a one-liner or a tagline or whatever the case may be, make sure that it all aligns together so that there is some kind of congruency in your messaging. Number two, Map out your customer journey with key members from every team. And I know, I'm sure we all do this kind of customer journey activity. And I think it's very, very important marketing activity that really translate well to every other department. So let's say you have a public relations person, a marketing person, salesperson, and even a social media person, and potentially an advertising person if you have an advertising budget. Make sure all five of these people, or if those people have multiple roles, however many people they are, they're all in the same room when you're mapping out your customer journey. This will give you insights to challenges and messaging and opportunities that you might not even know that you have. For example, the sales team is going to have a lot more insight into the decision-making process of what people push back on, what questions they have, which can really inform marketing's approach to 
maybe putting out marketing collateral, what kind of white papers you might want to create, and PR's approach to what problem your company solves in the marketplace and how we present that to the media. So understanding the challenges at each point of that funnel is really, really important. And I found um, we sit in on some client sales calls. And in those sales calls, I hear these pain points that are a little bit different. That's sometimes what the boss tells me. And so hearing the pain points straight from the salespeople's mouth is a little bit different from maybe someone who's in, you know, a CEO who's in the mix all day and every day thinking that they're solving these set of challenges, but the salespeople are saying, well, actually they like this better about our product. So understanding what value propositions are landing the best. I think the sales team has that insight and has that input that they can give you in improving your marketing messages and improving your PR messages. Same thing from a PR perspective. A lot of times what I found is when I explain PR to maybe the marketing team or the sales team they don't realize that like some things like that, some small nuances of what they do can impact how we message. And actually, if we can deliver that same message with maybe a contributed article, or we can talk about a topic a little bit more that hits on those pain points that the customer has, then the sales process would be a lot easier because I can have a piece of PR coverage to give to the salesperson to answer that those specific questions that they might have if that Hopefully that maps out to you guys. Um, but yeah, so it's very important, I think, to have these key members from every team to help create that cohesiveness. Number three, don't do something because you think you have to do it. And this is really playing on the world of social media. And a lot of people think they have to be on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter. Do it because it works. So make sure you're doing the things that are most impactful to your organization. Um, I think it's also really important if you have limited resources, we talk to a lot of startups and, and entrepreneurs and um, people that are just starting their small businesses that have limited resources, make sure that you are doing the th- maybe three things that make the most impact instead of doing five things and you don't know what the other two are doing. So don't do something because you think you have to do it because you've tracked it, you know it works and do more of those things that work. Four, measure the outcome from each channel so you know exactly what you need to rely on and what points of year. So people often say that the measurement of PR is kind of like confusing to them, Um, but there are definitely different ways that you can measure PR. The main way I think is driving traffic to your website. Now, when they drive traffic to your website and get on a landing page, the conversion from that landing page has to also be uh, factored in what other marketing that you're doing, what, where's the traffic coming from? So I think traffic is a really good way to kind of do a loose calculation on where things are coming from when it's not advertising. And so that might give you an insight on, okay, hey, we need a few more articles next month um, so that we can get that extra traffic push, push. Or, hey, we need to maybe bump up our advertising dollars on LinkedIn in March or April because that's usually when it dips. The best analysis is when you look at the whole year. So instead of looking month to month, look at like, maybe the last two years and see if you have any trends and then map to those trends and say, hey, we need to come up with stories in this time frame, increase advertising in this time frame, do something else here. So that gives you a little bit of an understanding. But again, you have to do this across all like five disciplines of advertising, sales, marketing, social media, and public relations. And then last but not least, create a support create supportive materials for each department using similar wording. 
So right now we're in the process of creating kind of new marketing materials for the Silver Telegram. And we are identifying how we're speaking on social and creating supporting documents like case studies and white paper based on the services we want to provide people. And then tying that into the website verbiage and making sure that's all congruent. So if someone goes from, let's say they go from Instagram to the website and then they download a piece of white paper or a piece of um, a material collateral they see similar wording throughout. They see that the message is consistent and they see that it's dependable messaging. We're saying the same thing in every channel. We're not changing the story. So it's really important to do that. Again, consistency is really the key here. So the five things that I mentioned today, just to wrap it up real quick, align your core vision and mission across all departments. Two, map, up your, map out your customer journey with a team member from every department. Three, don't do something because you think you have to do it. Do it because it works. Four, measure the outcomes from each channel and so you know what to rely on on different times of year. Um, doing an annual, maybe kind of year-over-year -year review. And last but not least, five, create supportive materials for each department using similar wording. So this is really all about consistency and being cohesive. And I think more and more customers are looking for this practice in organizations and that they're saying what they're doing, doing what they're saying, and everything maps up to show that this, you know, brand or company really practices what they preach and, and commits to uh, what they say. So I hope this was really helpful. I hope you can jump into 2022 with a holistic approach and really understand that all your departments need to work together as a team, whether it's five people or two people, uh, make sure that, you know, you're creating consistent messaging across these different practices of communication. Good luck. And hopefully we'll see you on Instagram live on Thursday and definitely next week on the PR playbook podcast podcast. Sorry. I've got the Mondays. Talk to you soon.